This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Michael Finelli. Debris from the Wrangell landslide effectively cut the Southeast Island community in two. North of the slide, there's town. And south of the slide, at least 70 residents were cut off from power, internet, and their only road. As KTOO's Anna Canny reports, in the weeks since, one man's retirement project became a lifeline for those families. Zimobia Highway snakes along the west coast of Wrangell Island for 14 miles, with steep mountain slopes on one side and the ocean on the other. Many of the houses out the road sit on the waterfront, but there are only a few docks. One is an unfinished retirement hobby for Charlie Hazel. It's just a fun project, and it's not in perfect shape, but it floats. Three years ago, he started building a long floating dock on his property. Battered by waves and weather, it needs constant attention. The concrete is cracked in places, and two segments are held together by fabric straps. Before the slide, his wife Mel didn't think it was worth all the effort. Now, she's changed her mind. It really, it's a lifeline to this whole end of the island. The landslide came down around the 11th mile of the highway, leaving a 450-foot-wide swath of debris and cutting off power, internet, and the only road to town. The Hazels and about 70 other people were stranded. During that time, the Hazels' dock became the best way to get supplies in and people out. Their property became a makeshift hub for disaster relief. Joan Sargent was two doors down. She drove out to the site of the slide several times last week. If you've been to Hawaii and you've seen those huge lava flows that cross the road and they're really deep. In the road, there was churned earth on the pavement covered with downed trees. This is movable, but it's huge. And you can see it's three stories tall. Cell service out the road is spotty. So when the power and the internet went out, people had no idea what had happened. The way we learned about this was that the um, firemen came to the door at about midnight and said they were evacuating. And just go to Charlie's place if you chose to evacuate. Search and rescue pulled up to Hazel's dock that night, and many families escaped to town from there. Just yesterday, the state finished clearing a path through the debris, but the road is damaged, and for now, it's only open for limited access. For a week, the homes that were cut off could only be reached by boat. Almost all of those boats, fishing boats, forest service catamarans, tour boats, came to Hazel's dock. We could bring in supplies and get the garbage out and get the empty fuel tanks out and then fresh fuel tanks in. And, and just the movement of people without the dock, it would have been really, really hard. Fuel was the most dire need. Most people relied on generators to keep their lights on, their houses warm, and their freezers frozen. We had three gas runs yesterday, and that's a lot of gas to be lugging around. But all kinds of things made their way across the water. Groceries, bottled water, pet food, even refreshments for Thanksgiving. There really is a lot of champagne. There is 40, 40 bottles. That's Sylvia Edifaw. The morning after the slide, she was quick to start organizing. She'd been making daily deliveries from morning until after dark. But the scars of smaller slides are visible across the island. Charlie Hazel said the possibility of a larger slide was on his mind. You know, it's kind of common sense that there's going to be a problem down the road. He says that's part of why he built the dock in the first place. For KSTK in Wrangell, I'm Anna Canny. This is Alaska Public Media.